This episode has been brought to you by George Foreman's Knockout Pain Relief. Welcome to the Yankee Death Star. My name is Dave, and we don't have a game to talk about, but we still have some stuff we're going to discuss about what's going on with this Yankees organization right now. Um, but before we do that, Mark, how are you doing? Man, I'm doing pretty good. Listen, I know that we we lost two out of three to the Mets. That sucks. We've been swept twice by the Red Sox, but at least we went into this day off on a win. Um, that matters, and I understand right now there's a... a competition going on in the New York media to see who can be freaking out the most and who can act like they're the most pissed off and who can be the most pouty and it's fucking ridiculous but it's also predictable so instead of getting into that competition where we're all pissing down our legs seeing you know who can get the most wet instead what we're going to go ahead and do is talk about what we like seeing even though our two really our two premier pitchers are struggling right now what we like seeing not just from the bullpen not just from the starters but from the whole team yeah and mark is discussing about that win that we had against the new york mets yesterday four to two in the seventh uh second um game in the double headers uh yesterday i was really stoked for two reasons nestor cortez and chad green those guys were on fire yesterday everybody else could clear it out they had 6.1 innings between them I was really impressed with how that went. And like Mark said, uh, really, I I cannot say enough is it's really frustrating as a Yankee fan to listen to the New York Yankees media. Yeah, there's a lot of positive um, people out there that are like, hey, we're Yankees fans. We need to chill out. Uh, but a lot of the people are in mass hysteria mode right now of what's going to happen. And I can't even open ESPN without a, a trade suggestion of Aaron Judge being traded. Like, what the hell is wrong with this? Like, I understand that we're not in a in a winning mode. We're not in a pl- position to uh, uh, get to that top two spot right now because we're eight games back. But the reality is, is that this has happened before, guys. This is not the first time that we were 41 and 41 and made the playoffs. We This happened in tw- um, 2007. We were 41 and 41 in 2007. And why do I bring this up? Because two years later, we won a championship in 2009. It's the build-up year. It happens. This is what we need to sit back and relax is because when this team fights back and gets there, that means that next year we're going to be even stronger, ready to go, and ready to um, conquer things. That is why it's important, and this is why Hal keeps on reiterating he has no intentions to blow up this roster. He has no intentions to blow up the managing um, staff. He has no intentions to blow up the GM. This is not it. He does has no intentions of firing people and starting at back at zero he wants this team to win with the players they have now because they're good enough to do so so why don't we all just take a deep breath relax um bask in this fact that we were able to get a win against the new york mets after just getting crushed um giving six uh runs up in the bottom of the seventh i mean this is or uh, top of the seventh this is where it gets really frustrating is we need to focus on the good things that are at hand while the team pulls together and we all need to do is just support this team, and that's it. That's all we need to do, support this team. Yeah, I mean, at the beginning of the season, we were really struggling scoring runs, and 
you know, that continued on. I mean, we've struggled in recent games too, and it's not like something that we've been able to figure out. But let's face it, like, um, we've been able to figure that out a slight bit. It's get, it's improving. And all of a sudden now the most reliable pitchers that we had in our bullpen as a starter also in Cole, like, are really struggling, and they've been inconsistent in a way that we never anticipated. They were having one of the best years in recent memory as far as what we can – um, you know, say what as far as like our pitchers, it was just incredibly reliable, and we had struggled with that for a while. It was finally, finally looking like one of our strengths, and then once in a generation, rule change came along, and you know, it's really thrown us out of whack. But what type of overreaction would it be to go and just start trading everybody? You know, our bats are finally waking up. The truth is, we need some help in the bullpen, we need some help. Um, for starters right now because uh, yeah I mean I'm a big fan of Cortez and I hope he continues to get more opportunities to start but obviously we're, we are reaching to find someone else who can help us in that rotation and in a doubleheader like we played yesterday it showed that you know there's some questions about how deep our bullpen goes but in a way the deeper we went the better we got so I really just feel like if we're going to make some changes um, as far as pitching goes, we've got to trust the, the history of the pitchers that we have. And we also need to look to, to add some reinforcements so that, you know, we can pick up maybe a couple of innings of middle relief um, and maybe occasionally get a start, you know, from one of these guys that we bring in. But we just don't need to go out and change everything. Right now, it's apparent that Boone just doesn't trust Chapman. He put him in there. And um, it seemed to me like, let's just see what he does. Um, and he failed in such a miserable way. I just can't see him going back to him as our closer until something is adjusted or something is figured out. I could be wrong, but it just it happens sometimes. You lose confidence and they have to rebuild it. But I think that that's what's gone on. And so I think for Brian Cashman, if, there's gonna, if he's going to address something, that's where he should figure something out. Yeah, Mark. And, and something I want to bring up and reiterate, this is Chapman's had this issue all year round long. We've seen two triple plays with Chapman on the mound. He was two triple plays from having another two disasters on the mound. That's what we're talking about. This is not something that was all of a sudden just thrown on there and then Chapman wasn't doing well. He has been struggling all year at getting uh, the closes, um, closing out the games. And, and you know what? I don't necessarily care about what everybody else is saying about Chapman. I know Boone and I know uh, Matt Blake are going to spend the time with him to get him back to the original form. If that means he takes a week off, then he takes a week off. If that means that he's going to continue to put him out there in games um, until he figures out where his stuff is at, he's going to do that. I don't think that this is something that we should freak out or panic about. Um, but, you know, I mean, it is a pitcher and he is our closer and he's been our most consistent closer um, since we uh, originally traded for him. And then we traded him and we got back assets, uh, a.k.a. Gleyber Torres. And then he came back to us for a free agent. But speaking of trades and speaking of pitchers, we, we got a really great matchup I want to discuss about tomorrow. The Seattle Mariners are actually playing uh, pretty decent right now. They're 45 and 40. They're not great, um, but they're playing decent. And one of their uh, pitchers this year that's doing really well is Justice, Justice Sheffield. Now, everybody that is a Yankees fan remembers when we got Paxton, um, James Paxton from Seattle. We traded Justin Justice Sheffield for him 
he was one of those guys that I was always really excited about. Obviously, his family lineage of his dad being a Yankee for a while, Gary, uh, was really, really cool. And I thought it would be neat for him to be able to have that opportunity to you know, play, be a Yankee. But we could not work things out with him. And the reality is we got um, James Paxton uh, for him, which is a pretty good haul at the time. James Paxton didn't work out for us. But Justice Sheffield was still a couple years away from being an impact pitcher in the uh, majors. Right now, um, he as he's standing right now, he's got five. He's five and seven with a 5.88 ERA and 57 strikeouts. Uh, this is really good for him because I really feel excited that he is turning into uh, a pitcher that could be an everyday pitcher in that aspect. I really like uh, Justice uh, Sheffield, and I feel like um, as as you know when you're brought up in the Yankee uh, minor league system and then traded before you get a chance to have your first start in the majors. I like to keep an eye on those players. Obviously, <clears throat> not everybody, a player I can do that with, um, but somebody that I watched <clears throat> their father play for the New York Yankees, I will always keep an eye on him um, as he continues his career throughout the majors. So we get to see him tomorrow night against Jameson Tyon, and this will be really exciting. Um, I don't know uh, who's going to be starting on the team right now as far as on the batting lineups, uh, but we'll get down to that pretty much before the game starts. And uh, it will be exciting, though, man. This is going to be a lot of fun. We, we got a lot of guys that can hit um, some um, pretty far balls against just uh, Sheffield. DJ LeMahieu is batting 333. Um, Tim LeCastro is batting 250. Gary Sanchez is batting 500. Um, Torres is batting 500. And Rochelle is batting 500 against um, Sheffield. So this will be really good. Um, I'm really excited about this, and it will be fun to see how we can uh, uh, take this game to Seattle. And I'm hoping that we can pull off two or three wins right here um, because Seattle is one of those teams that we can pull off um, all three wins and get to the uh, um, all-star break feeling pretty good about ourselves. Hell yeah, man. Well, we're looking forward to it, and we appreciate you taking the time to join us. And we're going to be back tomorrow to break down the first game against um, Seattle. So thanks again, and we'll see you tomorrow. And this is a reminder, this episode has been brought to you by George Foreman's Knockout Pain Relief, available on Amazon.